This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. The intrigue surrounding President-elect Donald Trump's search for an agriculture secretary has heightened with the visit of Trump Tower yesterday by Indiana agribusinessman Kip Tom. Tom declined to talk about who he met with or which position was discussed. But ahead of the meeting, he did confirm to the Fort Wayne Journal-Gazette that he was under consideration for agriculture secretary. Other sources suggested that the meeting might have been related to a different slot, perhaps as a special assistant to the president on agriculture issues, a position once held by fellow Hoosier Chuck Connor and the George W. Bush administration. The transition team didn't alert the media on Tom's visit, something that has been done with other candidates for secretary. Tom, who ran unsuccessfully for Congress last year, manages a large corn and soybean operation in his home state and also has business interests in Argentina. He served on the board of directors for the Indiana Economic Development Corporation under two governors, Mitch Daniels and then Vice President-elect Mike Pence. Tom sought the GOP nomination in Indiana's 3rd Congressional District last year, but finished second at a six-person field to Jim Banks, who was easily elected to the seat in November. EPA nominee assures senators on biofuel policy. Trump's nominee to run the EPA, Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt, met privately with nine Midwestern senators to discuss his approach to enforcing the renewable fuel standard. Pruitt has in the past opposed the RFS, but Senator Chuck Grassley, who hosted the meeting, and Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas both described the discussion as, quote, very positive. Grassley and his colleagues didn't reveal any of the details of the discussion, but Grassley, with Pruitt standing at his side after the meeting, said that he committed to follow the rule of law. EPA is supposed to follow that law and not to back it down the way they have in this administration. Grassley was referring to EPA's decisions to lower the statutory usage targets and maintain biofuel mandates in line with what the agency said the market could bear. Pruitt, who isn't doing interviews during the confirmation process, didn't comment. The meeting also touched on the issue of whether the requirement to meet the biofuel mandates should continue falling on refiners or be shifted to blenders and retailers. Refiners are pushing EPA to move the point of obligation downstream. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst, who also met separately with Pruitt yesterday, said he assured her the role of the EPA is to enforce the law as written by Congress and not undermine the RFS. Vilsack Exit Memo, Protect Farmers and School Nutrition. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's official exit memo posted by the White House website warns Congress that farmers are facing hard times and will need continued help from USDA. Vilsack also urges lawmakers to pass bipartisan legislation to extend nutrition standards for schools. Vilsack said that farmer balance sheets remain strong despite the economic headwinds caused by the strong dollar and depressed commodity prices. But he said Congress needs to make sure USDA can provide adequate credit to farmers. Vilsack highlights dairy program for reform. He also said some farm programs need to be improved, singling out for mention the margin protection program for the dairy producers. The MPP is an interesting program for Vilsack to highlight, given that he will soon head to a new job as president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. 
Vilsack made no mention of cotton growers and their requests for federal aid. Additionally, Vilsack appealed to lawmakers to restore the Secretary's authority to use the Commodity Credit Corporation to provide disaster assistance to producers. Congress banned such spending after Vilsack's use of the program ahead of the 2010 elections. Vilsack noted that he's leaving some critical unfinished business when it comes to biotechnology, including implementation of the GMO disclosure law enacted last summer. Vilsack's exit memo is not to be confused with a separate memo that he is leaving his successor to read. He has been keeping those recommendations to himself. Chamber Trade Advisor gets White House Post. A trade policy veteran with ties to the pro-trade U.S. Chamber of Commerce has been named to the White House staff. Rolf Lundberg will be deputy director for the new National Trade Council, where he'll focus on Trump's Buy American, Hire American project. Lundberg could be seen as providing some balance to the incoming administration's hawkish advisors on China and Mexico. Lundberg was senior vice president for Congressional and Public Affairs at the Chamber of Commerce and previously served in the George W. Bush administration as a trade advisor in the Senate. WIC study puts milk producers on defensive. A USDA commission study is calling for providing less milk through the WIC nutrition assistance program, more fish and whole grains, fruits and vegetables. The recommendations by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine are aimed at addressing nutrient deficiencies in the diets of pregnant women, new mothers and young children and would slightly reduce the cost of the program. The big question is whether the new administration at USDA will do anything with those findings since they are being released as Vilsack heads out the door. Jim Mulhern, president of the National Milk Producers Federation, said the dairy recommendations would undermine the value of the WIC program to needy Americans. U.S. is poised to become a net energy exporter. As hard as it may be to believe for anyone over age, say, 30, the United States could become a net exporter of energy over the next decade. The Energy Information Administration analyzed the impact of a series of factors that including oil prices, technology improvements, and economic growth, and found that in most cases, the U.S. is likely to begin exporting more oil and gas than it imports starting at about 2020. U.S. production could rise as much as 50% by 2040, that according to the EIA analysis. Well, here's today's He Said It. Shouldn't we have a glass of ethanol? That Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts at the beginning of the meeting with EPA nominee Scott Pruitt yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson, and Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.